Hello, everybody, and welcome to Double Take. Mm-hmm. I'm Lori, and that's Rick. That's us. That's us. And we are brought to you by One of Ministries. We talked over the cool Rumble, part. Yeah. Man, yes, Oneness Ministries, oneness-ministries.org. And Stream Grace Network. Network. Yep. And we also have another podcast called The Three that I do with Sharon and Pat. Yep. And then you. I know I've been promising this forever, but I do have new episodes of Rick Fry in Real Time coming out probably this fall. Mm-hmm. So don't forget that. Don't forget that. Because it's going to be good. Yes. Got some really good stuff yeah. lined up. And if you like us, share us with people that you know. Share us on social media or just word of mouth. And um, it's fun to hear the new people listening all the time. Yep. And consider, so, if you enjoy this, mm-hmm. supporting us. And of course they do. And they do. Because here they are. <laughs> you can find a way to make to support Oneness Production or this particular podcast on our website. Yep, or the three. <laughs> www. Don't say that. No, why do people say www? I don't know. The it's world, a waste of letters. The World Wide Web. <laughs> Oneness-Ministries.org. Org. I already said that. Did you? I did. Well, I read You never it. listen to me. You, I know, right? <clears throat> I know. So... Last what's our, time, what's our topic today? Well, last time we were talking about Christians shooting their wounded and the judgmental way we treat each other, oh, and yes. how um, Jesus never did that, and why do we think that that will help people? First of all, trying to make people change their behavior is not our job. Yep. Um, but why do we think that shame and condemnation will help that to happen? <laughs> it actually makes it worse because then you just feel worse about yourself. That's right. So, and one of the things that we do here in, as we counsel people is we, the behavior is usually what brings them in, but what we end up talking about is who they are in Christ and who God is. Because when those things start to be understood, the behavior kind of tends to take care of itself over time. Typically. And maybe all the time. I don't know. If they're open to, to, to understanding that and hearing that, because if you feel I don't want to just say feel good about yourself because it's not just about feeling good about yourself. If you understand that God thinks you're valuable and perfect and holy and you're free from sin, then you tend to believe that and you're not trying to gut it out yep. and, and you do change your, your heart, your, your attitude. That's a transforming of your mind. <laughs> so usually <clears throat> when I see a man, he doesn't have a sin issue. He has an identity issue. They all do. He does not know who he is or who lives in him. Well, we all forget that at times. We we get caught up in flesh patterns or triggers from our our past and we forget who we are and we and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. And then it's kind of like, you know, God, help me remember who you who who you think I am, who you see me as. Right. And when you believe it, you live it out. We believe that we are under God's grace. Hmm. We are not under God's law. We are under God's grace. Yeah, the new covenant is the only covenant we've got. That's the only one we've got. Mm -hmm. And that behavior does matter because sin has its own consequences. You stick your hand in a fire, it's gonna burn it. Unless you're wearing those cool little gloves that you have. Eventually that'll catch on fire. Oh, well, then you're in trouble. (laughs) So. Yes. Grace is God's gift to us, and it covers our sin. 
Not no. It, I mean, it takes away there you go. our sin. Uh-huh. See how easy it is to slip it into groupthink, which is, is our topic. Talk uh, to me that about That was a segue, it. wasn't it? <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> we we want to, well, we were talking earlier and there was a podcast that I watched. Um, oh, it's been a while now, but this, this guy mentioned, um, I didn't agree with a whole lot of what he said, but I thought this was very interesting. And he said that there are two kinds of people in the world. There are people that are thinkers. They hear information or they find information, study things, and they think things through and make decisions for themselves. And then there are people who are uh, repeaters. You hear it, you assume it's true, you don't necessarily go any farther, and you make your choices based on what you've heard. Mm -hmm. So even when, and this guy was using COVID as an example, which we're not going to get into that too much. Well, maybe we Okay. (laughs) Because, I mean, there was an element of groupthink, I think, on, on both sides of the of the COVID issue. However, the, go ahead. The whole mask thing was groupthink. Yes. Masks did not work. Right. So I'm glad was, we're not going to get into yeah, this. Well, Thank it, you. It still makes me But the, the point is, at the beginning, nobody really knew yeah. what was going on. and But as more information came out, it was like the people that thought it through went okay well now this doesn't make sense like things like you can't go to church but you can go to the liquor store or Lowe's Lowe's, but you can't get your hair cut and so when you think about those things those things didn't work and the more information that came out but it was but a lot of people were like nope I they're telling me I'm gonna I'm gonna could get deathly ill and I could kill grandma so I got to get a vaccine and the point was it should always, in our opinion, it should always have been you decide for yourself if you want to get it or not yep. or whatever. But let me, shall I define? Yes, let's come up with a definition. Okay, group for groupthink. This yep. was a pretty good definition. Um, it's the practice of thinking or making decisions as a group in a way that discourages creativity or individual responsibility. That's Isn't that great. That is a great definition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Read it again, please. The practice of thinking or making decisions as a group in a way that discourages creativity or individual responsibility. That doesn't mean you can't make decisions as a group. You can. We do it all the time here at Oneness. We mm-hmm. have a staff meeting. We come together. We share our ideas. We make decisions as a group. Mm-hmm. But it does not... Um, discourage creativity or individual or individual we encourage that i want the Mm -hmm. staff to be creative in how we approach our podcasts our classes Mm -hmm. and our counseling you have to be you have to have the freedom to think for yourself and sometimes outside the box or and not agree yep we have the freedom to not agree Mm -hmm. so let, let me read the definition for critical thinking, okay. because that's really the opposite. Yeah. Disciplined thinking that is clear, rational, open-minded, and informed by evidence. Awesome. Evidence can be scientific, it can be experiential, and most of all, it can be Holy Spirit. Yes. He's evidence. Um, but it's, I think the rational um, deals with not emotional 
Yeah. And I think a lot of times with group think it's emotional. It's driven. It's yeah. emotional driven. Mm-hmm. And open-minded meaning I could be wrong about this. I think I might want to listen <laughs> and weighing, uh, weighing it. So okay, weighing, you mean considering? Yeah. Considering what I'm hearing. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So talking about Christians, um, uh, is there a group think in um, Christian circles? Of course there is. Like what? Um, let's let's take let's take a and this is very controversial. Oh dear. But let's take a scripture that probably is the most misinterpreted. There are several that several that share this. Yeah. <laughs> Just several. <laughs> um, God hates divorce. When when you take that verse out of context and in that's context, not the correct translation in, in context, anyway that is not the translation yeah. of this word verse mm-hmm. but church leaders people who want to control people in their church christians in general christians in general use this mm-hmm. to keep you from we're not we're, we're not promoting divorce but they guilt. We're not not promote. I mean, we're saying it's a valid option that God a, provided. It's a valid option. But we don't go. Hey, let's everybody get a divorce. No, 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 no. no. But it's groupthink to say God hates divorce mm-hmm. because what it says is God hate what causes the violence. Divorce, the violence. Yeah. Yes. It's divorce. it's if a man hates and divorces his wife, he is doing harm to the person he was supposed to protect. We don't hear that. No. Well, a lot of the versions don't say that. But the point is, people get that in their brain, and that's just one example, and that's it. And, I mean, and you've told me of incidences where women have gone to their pastors and said, I'm being beaten, or I'm being cheated on, or or whatever, and the pastor says, but God hates divorce. Yeah, so you can't, can't, you can't, you got to pray for him. And and try harder. And try harder, but... There comes a point mm-hmm. when a woman is being hurt that mm-hmm. she must get away from that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't, which, which we've talked about before, Yes, too. But, it, but again, it's, it's a matter of, I, I heard this thing growing up, it was true then, it's true now, and so I'm not going to engage my brain and, and think, would God be okay with this person being abused by the person that was supposed to love them? Yeah. Well, I but God hates divorce, and therefore, I mean, you don't check your brain and your thoughts at the door of a church you building, yeah. or and and again, it's not. We we come down on church leaders a lot, but parent, uh, I mean, that's where it comes from. It is. That's where we hear most of it, but then we repeat it. You cannot be afraid to question yeah. what you hear from a pulpit. Mm-hmm. You cannot be afraid to question it. I mean, we did a podcast a little bit ago about the Shiny Happy People documentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's groupthink. Yeah. They believed what this guy said. They believed whatever Bill Gothard wrote, and it became a... Look up a verse for me. Oh, I was confirming out what you were pointing yeah. at. Yes. First John 1, 9. Oh, are we going there? Yeah, we're going to go there. Okay. Because I, I, want you to, I want you to understand what group think can do to a verse like this give me a minute 
Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. Well, and, and of course it has to do with confession. Okay, sin. I'm getting there. First John 1. Do you care what version? No. Okay. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. When you accepted Christ, you were forgiven your sins. Confession now means to agree with. If you do something stupid or you do something that's against your new identity, your new character, then you agree with God that what I just did was inconsistent with who I really am. You don't confess to get forgiven because you are forgiven. Now, this particular verse was taken out of context because he's saying that about Gnostics. Not it was about, a mixed crowd, yeah. and so part this particular part went was for the Gnostics, was for yes. the, not the Christians. Yeah. And when he refers in this verse to my little children, you have believed in the version I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, not in this version. Yeah. Yeah. It's eight says, if we say we have no sin, we, we delude and lead, lead ourselves astray, and the truth is not in us. That was So that's how Gnostics. we know that was to the Gnostics, that because was, that's what they believed. Yeah. Yeah. We have no sins as believers because they've all been forgiven. Hmm. Gnostics believed they were above sinning. Gnostics didn't believe that Jesus was a human or could be a human. Yeah. So they said, we have no sin. Mm-hmm. And John says, yeah, you do. And you have to confess it in order to receive Christ's salvation. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm loosely translating that. That's why I wanted you to read it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic. Yes. But all of that to say mm-hmm. that when we take a verse like that and use it against believers, it is groupthink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we talked about too was the the that's what causes meanness on social media. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to sit in your house anonymously somewhat mm-hmm. and uh just be mean to people online. And we've been the recipients of that before. Mm-hmm. Um but well, okay, let me let's go here. We love the chosen. We absolutely love the chosen. We do. He could probably recite it word for word <laughs> every season because he's I'm watched a, each show like fifteen hundred times. I'm a binge walker. He watcher. he binges over and over again. But we love the chosen. The chosen is reaching people that would never be reached because, first of all, it's it's well done. It's not cheesy or hokey or stupid. But but it's also it focuses on who Jesus was. And the way they portray him in the show is just, you can, you can see it. Yeah. That, that He had to have been a lot like that. Yeah. I, think, I know it's a show. I know it's Dallas Jenkins and all that. But I think the way he treats people and the way he portrays him. And, of course, the actor knows Jesus, so mm-hmm. he's probably pretty close. Anyway, I have seen more ridiculous, hateful comments on Facebook towards The Chosen because people just want to argue 
They've told them that they're of the devil. They've said, you're elevating yourself above the Bible. I mean, just hate, but even more hateful things than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and to Dallas Jenkins' credit, he's like, okay, you know, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Sorry you feel that way. Yep. And uh, I mean, there was, there have been controversies that should never have been controversies. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about groupthink yep. and meanness on social media. Yep. It's, you know, why would you attack something there? I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they did a thing about, uh, was it Gen Z? Yes. 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 And they, uh, if you haven't watched it, go back and look at, at it. It's on the app. But they took a bunch of Gen Z young young people and uh, they brought them in. Who were not, not Well, some of them yeah. might have been, but they yeah. had, I mean, they tough backgrounds. They pretty much the church, yeah. Yeah, and some of them never were in church, yeah. and some of them were in gay lifestyles, and some of them had come out of alcohol, drugs, and I mean, they were just that age that dealing with life. And so they brought them together and didn't tell them what they were going to do, and they ended up showing them the whole season one of The Chosen. And watching these kids' faces as they, I mean, they would never have watched it on their own, and they, no, they were touched. They were, they were moved by this. And that people get on social media and say, well, your theology's a little bit off because this thing happened before that thing, and so that's wrong. And how dare you portray Judas as being a, a, attractive and appealing? And, you know, and, you, and then that, well, you must be a Mormon, and you're, a, I mean, it's just ridiculous. ridiculous. Stop it. People, Stop it. Get your lives back. Mm. Stop emoting on Facebook. <laughs> We don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. You have you have the right to express yourself. Absolutely. And I would fight for that right. But stop being mean with it. Yeah. Yeah. There is absolutely no excuse for some of the things that are said on Facebook. There's I post on other than I do all the social media for for oneness but i also post on three different pages that focus on um god's grace and the finished work of christ and all of that and my point in posting a lot of times is to start discussion or at least people thinking Mm -hmm. and i like it it's it's very cool when somebody will say you know i'm not sure what you're saying here is this what you're saying or help me understand or or even respectfully disagree. I'm fine with that. Yes. That's good because yes. then we can all engage. And it's not just me engaging. Other people get involved. Sure. And it makes people think because I think God wants us to think. But then there are people that just get on there and insult. Um, that That's what we're talking about. Yeah. There's a there's a young lady, the, the young lady who was in the Shiny Happy People um, show. And she has a she has a Facebook page. It's called Thriving Forward, and it's really good. And she mentioned she was talking about divorce, which I mean, it was just something about it. And she's never been divorced, so I she was just commenting on something she thought. And somebody commented, "Well, you know, I hope you enjoy your stay in hell." Um, <laughs> and she blocked him, obviously. But I mean, what was the point of that? What was the point of that? I you don't... can disagree, but really. And this woman has been through hell. hell. <laughs> yes. So that's what we're talking about. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Bob Newhart. 
<laughs> that's, a, your, that's a video. Look have your opinions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you... <clears throat> are not the theology police. Neither are we. Neither are we. You are not the protector of God's message or God's scripture. Mm-hmm. You have, you read it, yes. Study it, yes. Ask questions. Ask questions, <laughs> but do not use it as a hammer. Mm-hmm. Stop it. it. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll bury you alive in a box. <laughs> Oh, that's we, we have to I mean because it's but but that is a form of group think as well. I yeah. learned this in my church growing up in life or I learned this from my parents. I mean this crosses over into the political realm without getting too political. I mean all Christians all Christians are not Republicans. Newsflash. Newsflash. And they're not all Democrats and they're not all independents and we don't all think exactly the same. And they're not all right. Yeah. Yeah. So when, and I mentioned in the last podcast that, you know, we want to go out and do something. We feel passionately about something. And, but when we go out and we, and we have a, a a protest where we're chanting or yelling at people or calling them names or telling them what dirty rotten sinners they are. Do you really think they're going to go, oh, man, that's great. You're right. Let me in. Let me come let over me, to your side. Let me be like you. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, the, what is that That one church that's so awful that's not really a church? Uh, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about. <sighs> They've been around forever, and I just can't think of what they're oh, called yeah, now. They're not a church. Yeah. They they call themselves. But they go out, and they say, you know, uh, they like dead soldiers, and God hates gay people, and all that sort of. I mean, they're the least like Jesus of anybody I know. Mm-hmm. They're not out to con- convert anybody. <laughs> yeah. They're out to condemn people and shame people and tell them how right they are. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. All you people that are listening are going, I know the name of it. <laughs> we, <sighs> anyway. our, our responsibility is to live Christ. Mm. It's, it's not even a responsibility. It's our, it's our our gift. Yes. It's our privilege. Yeah. It's our, God has gifted us with his presence. Mm -hmm. He's gifted us with his love. He's gifted us with his mercy. Mm -hmm. I have received so much mercy Mm -hmm. and I want to. That's what change. That's what changes. That's what changes us Mm -hmm. is God's mercy, God's forgiveness. And I don't need you to remind me of what I was because all of us was something else <laughs> mm-hmm. at one time. Mm-hmm. I am no longer what I was. I am a new creature. I am I am God's temple. Do I make mistakes? Of course I make mistakes. As long as I'm in this earth suit, I'm going to do stupid things. It is not anybody else's job to point that out except Holy Spirit. And me. And my wife. <laughs> And Holy Spirit does not convict us from something. He convicts us to something. He convicts us to our righteousness. Mm-hmm. We are righteous. Let's act like it. That's it. Because if we are condemning or punishing or whatever, what underneath what all of that, whether you know it or not, is that you feel punished yes. and uh, condemned by God. Because once you that's what you do if you feel condemned you're going to condemn other people if you feel judged you're going to judge yeah 
So that's, it's all about understanding who God is and who you are. That's, I mean, I know I keep saying that, but that is really the root of all of it. Let me tell you, in Christ, (laughs) you are righteous, you are holy, you are perfect, you are beautiful, you are completely and totally acceptable, and you're the place where Holy Spirit dwells. That's who you are. Live out of that reality. And God is loving and gentle and intimate and, and kind and good and good and he's not harsh he's not mean he's not demanding he's not any of those things and sometimes we don't think we believe that but we do because it comes out in the way we behave to ourselves and to each other and i'm hearing in my head somebody saying so if we see somebody doing something bad we should not intervene or we should not tell them that mm-hmm. What would you say? You know, we talk about listening to Holy Spirit in the moment. Uh We don't have to comment on everything all the time. We don't have to purposely, if we, if we hear, I mean, we have people come in here a lot with incorrect beliefs about God in themselves, Mm -hmm. mostly about themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, if I just sat there and say, that's wrong. Mm -mm, Nope. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's wrong. And here's why you're wrong. And here's why you're wrong. And by golly, you just need to believe that and you're fine. You know, no. Now people come in here for help. They want to help, but our job is not to tell them and beat them over the head with the truth. It's allowing them to discover the truth for themselves. We're more of a guide in that way. And that is exactly what scripture does. Right. Scripture is not designed to use as a judgment tool. Yeah. It's a tool for life. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a description of who Christ is Mm -hmm. and what Christ has done and what it means to us to live by that truth. Now, somebody says something really stupid on TV. I do yell at the TV. Yeah, but the TV needs to be yelled at. That's right. <laughs> but just because if, if you have a friend, you don't have to correct everything you hear. No. So basically that's what Rick was getting at. Yes. You don't, just because you see it and, and they're, of course you may be wrong, who knows. But you're not responsible to fix everybody's theology or behavior or, you know, it, it's, it's let, you know, do they have Holy Spirit in them too? then maybe your Holy Spirit can handle it. Yeah. Unless he gives you the opportunity, and I think you'll know. And I'm pretty sure God doesn't need your help. Ever? Uh, he he yes. may use you in certain circumstances. <laughs> he doesn't need us. But he doesn't need us. No. He may call you to something. Mm. He may lead you to something. Mm. But if he does, he's not doing it out of anger or meanness or brutality or guilt or shame. Mm-hmm. He wants you to love them out of those circumstances. Mm-hmm. So what we're saying is just because you hear it on the news or from a pulpit or from a friend of yours that you think is super, super spiritual and smart, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you have to automatically accept it. Right. In, case, in, in fact, you probably shouldn't. You get to, you know, Christians, we also have this reputation of, um, we don't believe in science and, <laughs> sorry, why did that come out like Sound that? Sound like the Bible lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just ignore everything and we don't, and sometimes we deserve that. Sometimes yeah. we deserve that criticism. But I don't know, you can believe in God and still think that science is cool and that science is relevant and that science is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um 
we're just asking you not to check your brain at the door. That's right. You you get to think things through, and just because we don't agree doesn't mean one of us is wrong. Yeah, and it's not your job to correct. Yeah. It's your job to love us into what you, to show us what you believe in love mm -hmm. or what you think in love. I remember having a conversation with somebody and they were, um, they couldn't understand how we could have a relationship if we didn't agree Mm -hmm. on a, on a specific thing that, that was a big thing to, to them. And I was trying to move past it and said, why can't we just agree to disagree and just love each other anyway and just have a relationship without having to come to terms mm-hmm. with we have to agree on this? Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Now, as a counselor, I listen to men, and sometimes it is my job to confront. Sometimes, well, sure. Sometimes it is my job to point out um, corrupted belief systems. Well, when somebody comes in and is asking for help, I think you're at fault if you don't. If I don't. But it's not unsolicited. No. I don't give my opinion unsolicited. And we don't correct everything they say. Nope. Because you know what? A couple years ago, I I wouldn't agree with what I thought a couple of years ago. That's the point. Groupthink keeps you from growing and learning and... It just keeps you where you are. And if you think that you've got all the answers, especially about God, (laughs) you're never going to have all the answers, especially about God, because he's God. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of infinite, and we're not. And I have to admit that there's times in the counseling room when I go, I got nothing for this guy. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what to say to this guy. And then I hear questions in my head. And it has to be Holy Spirit prompting me to ask questions. Mm -hmm. So a part of what what we do as biblical counselors is listen to Holy Spirit. And to listen to the client. And to listen to the client. Yes. Our job is not to fix. Can't. can't no. Do it. No. So anyway, so that's, that's the point is we don't, don't accept, you know, this is one political view and I'm not going to listen to anybody else. I mean, we can, if we sit down with someone open-minded, clear thinking without emotion, which we can do, and even if we sit down with somebody that we know is maybe a polar opposite, politically or theologically or whatever, if we could both sit down, I bet you we can find stuff we agree on and probably more than you thought. And we have to do that. We have to do that. And back to the whole, the chosen and the way they portray Jesus, we can agree on Jesus and who he is. We may not agree with anybody else. There are people from all denominations and no denominations mm-hmm. that, are, that can come together on that show. Mm-hmm. Just, that's just one thing. Mm-hmm. Let it happen. We, you know, we, we, have, we have made connections and friendships with people that we don't agree on with absolutely on a lot of things but we agree on jesus and sometimes that i mean sometimes that needs to be enough mm-hmm. and we don't have to bring them to our side and we don't and the other and vice versa right so because if you're going to wait till you agree with everybody holy cow you're going to be by yourself a long time yep. so you got anything else mr I, fry i am out of words are you for the rest of the day 
Well, for the next two or three minutes. Oh, okay. Thank so, you for listening to us. Yeah, we want to know what you think. There's a there's always going to be a question on Spotify that you can answer to give us some feedback. Give us some feedback. So do that. Check us out. Check out our other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Check out our website. Mm-hmm. org. Yes. Yes. And find us on Facebook and give us some conversation. Stop by and see us sometime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all come. <laughs> yeah. Y'all come see us Is sometime. Here? Would you? Oh, dear. <laughs> we should go. 